boom. Good morning, good morning. On today's podcast, I have special guest Chris Miles. Chris is the host of Bigger Evolution Podcast. And in this episode, we will dive into the power of never giving up, the values of seizing the moment, and fearing retreat rather than failure. Have a listen. Welcome to your Hidden Edge Podcast, where there's a belief that each and every one of us has a hidden edge, one that could unlock that next level of success in any area of life. Unfortunately, that edge is hidden, tucked away and buried deep underneath layers and layers. In this podcast, we'll uncover the hidden edge of high-performance leaders, executives, athletes, coaches, and authors to open your mind and stretch your frame of reality. If you know you want more, can do more, and be more, then this is the right podcast for you. Let's uncover your hidden edge. Welcome to the show. I am extremely excited to have special guest Chris Miles on the show. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Jeff? Thanks so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Let's go. You are quite welcome. I am excited to have you as well. Let's dive right into your hidden edge. I, I think it's it's this story that you're going to share. It's going to be great. Can't wait to unpack it. And it's a story of you know never giving up when you had the right motivation. So if you would unpack that, I know you've got some some details behind it. Share a little bit with the audience, and then I'll I'll kind of guide you with some questions along the way. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, this is awesome. All right. So uh, when I first got started, you know, it was just me and my wife in the very beginning. Right. And mm-hmm. we had jobs. They weren't the greatest jobs in the world. They were pretty much I like to call them J.O.B.s or just overbroke type jobs because we just felt like we were just kind of just making it. But we were always like one weird thing away from, you know, a car breaking down, something happening to the house or whatever from being, you know, completely desolate. Almost it felt like so. um, but we were okay. We were managing. We were just trucking forward, trying to live that American dream, yada, yada, yada. And then we found out that we were pregnant with our first son. And uh, when he popped, when he, uh, when that came about, my wife uh, sat me down and said, expressed to me that she wanted to quit her job so that she can give him like mommy care rather than daycare. And I liked the idea, but Jeff, we couldn't afford it like at all. And I remember telling her, you got to at least have us, you know, um, a, a part-time job or something. And now she just kind of sat me there, looked me in the eye and said, no, Chris, you need to figure this out. Hmm. So I had to kind of put my big boy pants on really fast. And uh, I started just going online, looking for ways to make money on make money and not even just online, just make money in general. I didn't really want to get a second job because that was going to take me further away from the family. So I went through the whole process and um, I stumbled across. Uh, online business with uh, blogging and uh, using some affiliate marketing as well. Uh, I had a whole bunch of businesses in the past, Jeff, and a lot of them didn't work out like at all. And a big reason why I think they didn't work out was because I didn't have the correct motivation. I was just trying to make money. But with this endeavor that I was jumping in, I had my back against the wall because I needed to provide for my you know, growing family. So because I had that behind me, I used that as my hidden edge, if you will, you know, to come out with you know, not having any other way to go but forward. So I started from the ground, moved it up, and then eventually I was making a little bit money to pay the cell phone bill, then a little bit more money to pay the mortgage, then a little bit more money to replace my income after about 18 months. So that's pretty much how I got into this whole process. Gotcha. Okay. So she sat you down, had that conversation. Yeah. What was that mentally like for you in those minutes, hours, days ahead, right? Because I'm sure as you shared that you had some side hustles in the past, but it was more about making money. They weren't very successful. 
What was, what was that mindset like? How, how did you unpack it and say, this is something I need to do and, and really tap into that motivation? Yeah, I would definitely say stress. Okay. okay. As a family head, you know, um, I mean, I'm not gonna say it's easy to just be a couple, but man, when, when you start having kids and you turn around and look at it, you realize that, okay, I wish I had the problems I had when I was single, when I was, it was just right. me and my wife kind of situation. So it was stressful because I needed to figure something out. And it wasn't just, you know, uh, uh, trying to make the money. We were also in a lot of debt, unfortunately. Um, okay. Made a couple of bad decisions, around $30,000 worth of just bad credit card debt. You know, the, 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 the kind of debt that no one likes. And we were kind of stuck there only making minimum payments, you know, just trying mm -hmm. to keep that going. And I, I didn't know what I was going to do when another forty dollars or $50,000 was just going to be disappearing from the house. Right. So um, I needed to come up with something, you know, relatively quickly. And uh, so it was stressful, but I kind of tried to turn it into, um, I, I guess, a motivation, if you will, to figure it out. Because if I didn't figure it out, then I don't know where we would have ended up. Gotcha. Okay. So you had this overwhelming stress. And I, I believe how we interpret stress is a key component to how we operate, right? And and like many times, yeah. right, right. And, and many times we're preconditioned, oh, we need to eliminate all the stress in our lives. But hey, with without stress, without pressure, there would be no diamonds, right? I mean, th that's, that's the beauty of life. So you had this stress, you felt it, had some credit card debt, that discovery phase, did you all of a sudden see blogging and then it, it just, you felt a voice inside that said, hey, this is the direction I should go because you had tried some things previously. So one, what are some of the things you tried previously? And then two, to answer the question, hey, did, did it just hit you with blogging? How, how did that occur? Yeah. So um, I mean, I wish I could give you like a great story of how just I had this calling to start vlogging, but it really wasn't, it really was, wasn't that at all. Um, some of the things I had done in the past where I had, um, I moonlit as a DJ, you know, okay. I used to do like weddings and anniversary parties as a mobile DJ. I brought the whole, the whole situation there. Um, I did that. I bought and sold clothes online. I bought and flipped uh, laptops online. Um, I would try sometimes try to buy electronics and stuff overseas and try to resell them in the States. I did a whole bunch of stuff like that. Okay. And um, they made some money, you know, don't get me wrong. They made some money, but none of nothing really to continue justification for, for continuing to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I, when I finally had, you know, the, the right motivation um, I've always been kind of the similar uh, when it comes to, I should say maybe um serial entrepreneur i guess is the word for it i've always had something going but just nothing really worth the time and effort until blogging came up but gonna be honest i crossed a, i came across blogging from youtube i was just on youtube one day looking for stuff and there was this guy he's called the lazy stoner all right and what he does is he just creates these websites online he puts affiliate links everywhere on the websites and he made a ton of money. And I get now that I look back at it from a marketing perspective, that was just his shtick, right? It was the yeah. idea was he's this quote unquote lazy stoner guy and this is how he does it. But that's what really introduced me to the idea, because I thought to myself, like, if he's doing it, I know I can do it right? because I'm not a lazy stoner. <laughs> so I was like, all right, let me just try to figure this out. So I kind of jumped into the rabbit hole, started realizing that this was a real business that a lot of people do very successfully. But there is a bit of a, uh, uh, what should I say, like 
an entry period, you know, mm-hmm. where you can't just start tomorrow and expect to be making tons of money the next day. It's going to take you probably six months to a year before you start seeing some consistent, decent income from your site. But I kind of like that because it keeps people who aren't really interested or serious about it out of it, you know. Right. So that's when I realized that I could create content online post it there and it sticks around for years you know that's when i really started to jump into it not just creating content on the facebook treadmill or the twitter treadmill i'm talking about putting stuff on google that that and writing content that is searched for 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year that really what creates the passive nature that is blogging gotcha okay so you saw somebody that did it before and you said if he can do it, I can do it, right? That That's a great story on YouTube, the lazy stoner of, of <laughs> him going and, and doing that. And then number two, there was a barrier to entry. You saw it took six months to a year. So not everybody's be going to be successful because you know as well as I do, many people want that instant gratification. They want to put one post out there, one blog out there, and all of a sudden have six figures coming in the door. And it just doesn't happen like that, even though, we're fed that many times we can get six pack abs in six minutes, right? Yeah. We can do something so quick. So love, love that piece. So you started researching it. You saw it. What was the next step you took? And then, you know, from when you had that conversation with your wife, when was the first dollar that came in the door from your efforts? Yeah. So I started a first blog and it didn't work out well at all. And the big reason for that was because I I really didn't know what I was doing. Um, I saw I was really kind of copying exactly what I was seeing people on YouTube do. Mm -hmm. And I because of that, I use what's called SEO or search engine optimization in order to get my articles to rank. But search engine optimization is a little fickle when it comes to Google because you have to stick to it a certain way. If not, then your articles are just not going to rank. So when you are following bad advice and you don't know it's bad advice, then that was then that's an, an it became an issue for me. So I created my first site. I put it up on the Internet. I worked on it for a few weeks, actually, and got the articles up there, press publish. And I just sat there across my arms and just waited for the money to come in. Okay. And not even a single person landed on the site. I even paid like some random guy on Fiverr.com to send me some traffic. I was like, if only a percentage of these people convert, then I should be able to get some money out of it. Still $0. And I realized I uh, was doing everything wrong because a lot of the information I was following was old information, stuff that was effective three and four years ago. So I finally broke down and just um, purchased a training and actually a mentor to just help me with this stuff who had already done it. And uh, being able to have that was invaluable because he helped me skip so many roadblocks that I would have ran into on my own. I think I could have eventually figured it out, but it probably would have been a couple of years down the line, you know, before I really started putting things together. But he helped me over a lot of those roadblocks. I started a second site. That site actually took off after about four and a half months. It started making a couple hundred dollars a month. After about eight mo- eight to ten months, it was making around a thousand. Around okay. uh, twelve months, it was making around uh, maybe twenty five hundred. At about eighteen months, it was making close to ten grand a month. You know, and nice. that was pretty awesome. You know, pretty awesome was uh, completely. I didn't see that coming. But um, I was able to f- reach my goal. I had my wife quit her job. And then a few months later, I quit my job. And then that's been four years ago. And, and, we're, and we're still going strong with it today. That's awesome. So one, you were using trial and error, taking outdated advice, 
didn't know if it was good advice or bad advice necessarily because you know there's no qualifications for putting out advice out there (laughs) on the uh on youtube or google or wherever two then you found a mentor somebody that could train and upskill you what was that process like of learning from somebody that had done it was it sometimes when i hire a coach it's like i feel like i plug into the matrix and i'm like downloading all this information yeah. and all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh i know how to fly a helicopter like in, in a second um what was that what was that process like yeah man it was a bit of a leap for me when i first got started with it because you know, all of the information is free. You know, you can go online and find a lot of these answers, but there's a few problems with that. Number one, and the problem that hit me was the fact that it was outdated information. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't, you don't know what you don't know. So sometimes right. someone can tell you something and it can seem like this amazing novel concept, but it's completely, you know, against uh, the terms and conditions that Google wants you to follow, but you won't know that until you put something out there and then get it back. So, and then the, the, the loop for, um, you know, when you put stuff out there waiting for some type of feedback, the feedback loop, it's slow when it comes to, to uh, blogging. So you can waste a ton of time not knowing that you're doing the wrong thing. So uh, because I realized that time and effort were being wasted, I went ahead and just sprung a few dollars. I was already in a ton of debt. I was like, what's another, you know, thousand dollars? So I went ahead and just um, uh, hired a coach to do this for me. And he uh, he sat me down, told me a lot of the things to do. Anytime I came up with a roadblock, I would just send him a message or email him or text him or something. And then he would be like, do this, 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 this and this. And it worked almost every single time. So I had to get over the hurdle of investing in myself um, mm-hmm. and actually understanding that, you know, I could do this on my own. But the amount of time that I'm going to be wasting with you know, stopping and going and figuring out what's not working and what is working when I can just, you know, hire someone to literally tell me what to do step by step. That was huge for me. And ever since then, I mean, I buy courses, but if I can hire you just to consult, I'd rather do that nowadays because I get much information faster for my specific uh, uh, use case. And that's really super duper helpful for my whole mindset when it comes to running a business. I love how you you mentioned I needed to get over that hurdle of investing in myself. Yeah. That's such that's such a critical component. And I didn't know it in my twenties or thirties. I only found it out when I went into my own business as a gym owner and then my peak performance coaching business. And I've had multiple coaches and and mentors. And I think there's nothing more important than doing that. But I would say it's far into a lot of people to say, wait a second, I'm going to invest in myself. And many times people feel like it's selfish to actually invest in themselves. And I always tell them it's the exact opposite. When you invest in yourself, you are going to show up so much more better for all those around you. You're going to show up better in your business. You're going to show up better for your family, all those aspects of it. So love mm-hmm. how you, you you mentioned that piece. And you know, from a fellow dad, one of the things I love to do is uh, I pay my sons an allowance every week, $10. But part of that, yes, they need to do some chores, but they meditate, they gratitude journal, they exercise, they do these things. So I'm reinforcing, hey, when you invest in yourself, you're actually going to get paid back for it, right? And that's so, so critical in, yeah. the, uh, in the process. So what are, uh, what are a couple other kind of road bumps 
or hurdles you had to jump through? Because I'm sure there are as you go through, you know, you build your first site. It wasn't successful. You pay a coach mentor. Second one takes a while to, to, uh, you know, get, get traction, but now you're four years into it. What are a couple other lessons that you've learned that you want to share with the audience? Yeah. So one thing about really running any business nowadays, especially when it comes to uh, uh, blogging specifically, is that it's time intensive, right? It takes you a while to sit down and write the articles. It takes you a while to do the keyword research where you're trying to figure out what topics you want to write about on the blog, not just any topics. You want topics people are looking for so that it can be found on Google. And you know, all of that takes a decent amount of time. Um, one thing that I wish I had done a lot sooner was hire a virtual assistant and okay. um, hiring writers. Um, I did hire writers pretty early on, but never a virtual assistant. So when I realized that I could, that my time was worth more than the money I was spending for the VAs or the virtual assistants, then that's when a lot of stuff started clicking differently for me as well, because now I was being able to buy my time back, which was huge. Um, so for example, now I can start a site uh, because I had the budget for it, you know, you either have more time than you do money or more money than you do time. And you got to make the decision as to which way to go with it. But nowadays, when I'm starting a new site, um, I come up with all of the information. I still do a lot of the keyword research myself to figure out what topics to write on the blog. But when it comes to writing them, I have a staff of writers. I just send it to them. And literally within a month, I can have 40, 50 articles written pretty quickly. And then at that point, it's either me or the editor putting it on the website. So Doing that kind of thing really has uh, uh, impressed upon me the idea of just reinvesting in the business and understanding the ROI of being able to get your time back. Because that's huge, as you can you know, understand, being a dad, you know, being able to have some extra time to be able to hang out when my son comes home from school, you know, and be able to give him, you know, not just, you know, sitting there on the side while you're still on your phone or on your computer still yeah. working, but actually being right there and present, you know, with them at the, at the moment. It's really, you know, helpful where I wouldn't be able to do that. When you're first getting started, then, you know, you do have to kind of put in that sweat equity, you know, mm -hmm. early on because you may not have a ton of money to invest in it if you have any at all. So um, whatever you have more of, whether it's time, whether it's money, just use it effectively to get your time back. No, I love that. You, you can't, can't get your time back, right? So especially as a dad, being able to take those small moments that you can interact with your kids, because I always, I tell my wife or anybody that I speak to, you only get 18 summers, right? And uh, yeah. you know, any anytime you can get to spend with your kids and I've made it a rule myself. So I, I love hearing it from, from your side that hey, if one of them asks me to do something, if they want to go have a catch with the football, if there's not a call scheduled, the answer is it. always the answer is always yes yeah. because I will never get that time back. I can always answer an email, post something out on social, do something like that. So I love that you uh, you keep that true to who you are as as well. What's next on the horizon? What's your biggest challenge? What's your biggest opportunity? Yeah, so um, I would say the next thing that I'm working on pretty heavily right now is uh, actually coaching myself. <laughs> so okay. what I do now is um. You know, I always totally believe you can't really be a coach unless you have a coach, right? So I have people who coach me to, to show me how to do this and how to do that so I can be more 
uh, effective in what it is I'm doing. So I started doing a coaching thing on the side. So I have two main businesses. One is the blogging side of the business. That one by far does much better than the coaching side. I'm still working on the coaching side. But I also have a second business that does the coaching where I actually bring people in who are in very similar situations to myself when I first got started and just wanting to get a little bit of time freedom, you know. So I got like Slack groups and live trainings and all of that fun stuff where um, you know, we bring in and I have people as effective. I try to be effective with them by giving them access to me, you know, and by doing that. And uh, it's been really helpful because uh, at least one person I've helped return uh, completely replace their income. And awesome. um, that's really awesome, you know, because yeah. you're changing lives. You know, we really think about it. And at some point, it's not even really about the money anymore. It's just more about, you know, how how uh, impactful can I be? No, I love I love that piece. And congrats on doing that for, for one of your clients. And yeah. uh, that's awesome. I know you have a podcast. What's the podcast like? Yeah. So um, I talk a lot about this blogging and affiliate marketing stuff on the podcast. It's called the Blogger Evolution Podcast. You can also go to bloggerevolution.com and uh, you can, if you want to contact me there. But um, it's a great podcast. I am biased, obviously, but uh, we have uh, interviews with people who are also what we call niche bloggers and and uh, we have them on the podcast and talk about their experiences and how successful they have been. And we even have a couple on there who sometimes, you know, maybe it's not as successful and they're trying to figure out what's, what's going on. Um, so we try to have both spectrums of stuff. And then sometimes I have some solo episodes where it's just me talking about, you know, whatever comes off the top of my head for the most part. But it's all trying to be helpful with getting people to replace their incomes with uh, a blogging website. Awesome. Where else, uh, Chris, love the discussion. Where else can people find you? Yeah, you can also find me on YouTube. Uh, you can, it's called uh, Blogging with Chris you know, or Affiliate Blogging with Chris, I should say. And, um, you know, you can contact me there. I post a lot of the podcasts there as well. But, you know, not every not everything translates well from YouTube to podcast. So uh, I have some special videos that I put just on the YouTube channel as well, all with the hopes of uh, getting people to make more money with their next websites. Awesome. Chris, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Have an amazing, amazing rest of your day. Rise, fight, love, repeat. Get after it, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to your Hidden Edge podcast. You are now part of the movement, part of a tribe who's on a mission to uncover their hidden edge. We are stronger together, so please share this. Show up with one person in your network that you want to help. Together, we can empower others, and connected, we can make a dent in the universe.